Good morning. This is Wisdom Petals. I'm Leslie. And we are about to trip on down Leslie Street one more time. Now, I have a disclaimer I want to put out there because of the subject that we're going to be talking about or I'm going to be talking about. Not all men leave. Not all women push men to leave. Okay? So I just want to say that because when you put out content kind of like this, people tend to get a little bit sensitive. And even if they don't think they're in that category, they respond like they are. I got my coffee this morning. And I'm relaxing and uh, getting ready to discuss this. It's a pretty heavy subject, actually. And I call it the chicken or the egg question because I want to know, you know, what came first? Men doing the disappearing act or women deciding that they aren't worth it? Not worth all the effort of trying to keep them and, you know, sadly enough, this has happened in society, period, but it's deeply prevalent and felt in the black American society. <clears throat> There's no, no denying it, you know, admittedly, there are factors that play into a lot of situations. Finances being number one. Ignorant sex practices is number two. Shirking responsibility is number three. Now, with that being said, it's just like we've just given up on one another. You, know, you look at the society that we live in and and watch how we interact with one another. The thing is what we say about one another. Is. Atrocious. To say the least. The breakdown of the black family was set in motion with slavery. But it's the PTSD of it that we're still dealing with. That's still in effect. We're stilling, still having that. Um mentality that the men aren't viable that they can't protect us but what's sad I think what's worse is that the men don't try to protect us <laughs> so we are left out you know it's, it's sad there's no effort really made to stop the raging bull. No brakes put on it as a society. And really, seemingly, no fucks given. Just just being real, okay? None at all. Do black women hate black men? Do black men hate black women? Here's another one. Do we hate our babies? That's a good question. When we make decisions as a whole, it's really hard to tell. Men who don't stay to take care of his woman 
his children, break down our people. If you didn't want the responsibility of it all, that is too bad. Those that those are just the thoughts that you should have had prior to, you know, allowing a woman to give you her body and the fruit of her womb and her heart. Before your children are here and looking for the both of you for love and protection and support. And you should really be aware that this isn't the woman's job to do alone. Parenthood is not set up to be just a woman's thing. Parenthood is for both parents. If she's a widow, that's different. But that's not how it's set up. It's not. You're living and breathing in here. You're eating every day. Got a domicile. Roof over your head. Your bills are paid. Why come you don't think about your babies and the woman that you left them with? Women who push a man out or decides that she doesn't need him to be there and help for his children, they help to break down our people too. He was good enough to lay up with and get pregnant by. So why you want to put him out? You know, if you feel you have to move on, fine. But that doesn't stop him from being the father of his children. He's still their daddy, regardless of how you feel about him at this point in time. You can't decide that he's no longer that child's father. I'm taking a sip of my coffee. You can't no longer do that. You can't do that. I was looking at something in science. And, you know, we see the sperm. They show you the sperm. It's got that little, you know, looks like a, uh, I don't know, they call them like a little tadpole. That's what it looks like. So it's got that head and that tail coming off of it, right? And that's a sperm. And it takes one of them to connect with a woman's egg in order to create a child. But if you see the brain, outside of his skull and the spinal cord you're looking at that sperm weirdly enough it is adjusted and changed but it's still that sperm so without his input the child wouldn't be viable Okay, without that sperm. Now we know it takes a sperm and an egg to create a child. But it's like all of a sudden I find women who act like they, they created the baby on their own. They don't want the man to be involved at all. And then a lot of times when he is involved, it's all about his money. That child needs more than money. That child needs time and attention. He needs to know that he's loved. She's loved. <clears throat> now, just because you don't want each other doesn't mean you quit being parents. 
to your children. Let me repeat that. Just because you don't want one another doesn't mean you quit being parents to your children. You don't want her? Fine. Fine. But that didn't stop your babies from being yours. They don't stop your responsibility of making sure that they have. You don't want him? That's great. Okay, whatever you want to do. But don't suddenly forget that it took him to get them. He's still their daddy. You know, men feel like they're just a paycheck. You know, and I can understand how they could be because it's like we live in a society that's run primarily on funds. You know, if you living in this world, you got to pay your way. There is no barter and trade. You know, I'll give you some eggs for some stuff. <laughs> Can't do none of that no more. Everything is about cash. Cash moves the world, period. And if you got a woman who you're not with, and she got your children, and she's working, and she needs your input, you got to move the cash to help her and your children. It's just a fact of life. You know, it's not about you being a check. It's about you taking care of what's yours. You are a man. You are supposed to be the provider. If y'all not together, I'm not saying that she's supposed to be your highest wife that you don't have. I'm saying that she's paying her way. You got to pay yours. Got to take care of your babies. Women feel like they have no worth to men. Even the children they produce for men aren't wanted. So if you have a woman who has kids and she can't get you to even help her, she feels like, wow. You know, for you, even though I gave birth to your children, I'm worthless. And maybe that's why you become a paycheck in their head. You become that, okay, let me see what I can get out of you because you don't care nothing about us anyway. But you're going to pay for this. You're going to pay for my babies. You're going to take care of these. That's how they start to feel about men who don't want to do anyway. Now, like I said at the beginning, this is my disclaimer. I know that there's stand-up men who take care of their children day in, day out, regardless. Sometimes, without the mother even being around, he has the children and he's taking care of his children. You get all kind of props. I can't say nothing bad about you. I can't. You're doing what you are supposed to do as the father of those kids. So, can nobody say nothing about you? So, please, I hope you're not hollering. 
because I know. And there's also women who open the door. She got every door and every window open for this man to step in and do what he needs to do as a dad. She's steadily giving him away and he's steadily telling her no. Either by word or by action. One or the other. So how are we going to look at that and say that she's not trying? She's inviting you to the birthday parties. She's inviting you to the school functions. She's letting you know what's going on with Junior. She's letting you know what's going on with baby girl. She's trying to be a good mother to her kids because she cares about her kids more than how she feels about you. Whatever she feels. That's love or hate. She loves those kids. So don't downplay that. And if you're a mother, you know, I'm not... and, and. I'm not talking about you pushing nobody nowhere. I'm saying I'm trying to tell it. Everybody is doing what they what they do and it's what they're supposed to do as far as that's concerned. I give you mad props. I give you mad props. Because this society does not nurture that. We see stuff on television from, you know, the things they put out that's supposed to be entertainment. And especially the stuff that shows us as a people, you know. The narrative really has not changed from black exploitation in the 70s. Pimps and hoes and thugs. (laughs) It really has not changed. I mean, we see those that they uphold and call them, you know, successful pimps and hoes and thugs. I don't care how much money they got. I don't care how famous they are. Not the narrative for nurturing good people not at all but those that are standing up my hats off to you and for those who are not are those who want to change you know the question comes how do we fix this mess how do we end the bullshit How do we mend the fences between men and women? By nature, a man is a provider or protector. Okay? That is his position by nature. You get a man who meets the right woman, he will be exactly that to her. He'll do it. He won't even think about it. And he'll be doing it. Why? He loves her. 
she wants her there. And it don't matter what she got, whether she's rich or poor. He's going to be there. He's going to be her protector, her provider. Okay? That's just how it is. There is no, you can cry about it, you complain about it, you don't like the role, so what? It's just what it is. A woman, by her nature, will be submissive to her man. If he's doing the things that he needs to do, you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be perfect at all. Perfect don't even come, don't even factor into this. You don't have to be perfect. But she will be submissive to her husband because that's who she is. I don't care. You can take the the most domineering woman you want to take. You can you can think of any anybody you want to think of who you 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 see as a super bitch. I don't care. You can look at. These people, the right man, the right man will change that woman. She is who she is, but her submissive side, her ability to tone down that side of her that would browbeat. A lesser man will calm down for this man because she sees in him what she needs in a man. And there's no reason for her to um, to do those things, to be harsh or bitchy. Because she loves him. He's bringing what she needs. Emotionally, mentally, physically. No, financially. He's her protector. And she knows that. It's recognizable. And that's basically, at at our basis, at our core, those things exist. Personally, and I'm sure this is going to step on somebody's toes. That's not the reason why I'm saying it. Though I am not a politically correct woman, and I'll say that straight up. I think the biggest dyke in the world meet the right man, and she will become the most feminine woman you ever met in your life. (laughs) Yes, hunty. (laughs) Yes. I believe that. It just takes the right one. It just takes the right one. I think the same thing with gay men. It takes the right one. He meets the right one. 
that brings out that masculinity in him. And everything can stop. Everything is light. It may be a struggle for him for a while. But I think that would be rethought. But that's my personal opinion. You know, I'm sure people don't agree with me. And that's okay. That's okay. Basically, though, we have to take responsibility for our actions. Responsibility. You know, men, step up for your children. Fight for your rights. I personally, you know, because of how things are nowadays, I kind of think that, you know, we also need to, like, probably get organizations, men advocates, you know, because especially black men, black men sometimes get the raw deal. He'll be in there. He's trying. He's doing. And he got the biggest B-I-T-C-H. I don't know why I'm spelling this. Said it just a little while ago. Yeah. <laughs> the biggest bitch as his children's mother. And she's just gouging for everything she thinks she could put her fingers on. Even though he's trying. He's paying. You know, he's doing what he's supposed to do as dad. But she'll treat him like he's a loser, like he's a deadbeat father, like he doesn't love his babies. And that's wrong. That's wrong. And I think when you see a man going through that kind of thing, I think men advocates, whatever you want to call it, if some kind of organization that does that, I think that they need to step up. And I think that it should be something that's available. But I'll say this, I think the men advocates need to do their research on what's happening. They need to research her, research him, and make sure that what he's saying is not something just where he's just like, hey, I don't want to pay this. So that this is not for uh, just to, to, to pay the woman. This is for the care of the children. You know, so if he's lying, you know, he shouldn't be able to get off that way. But if he's dealing with a situation of a woman who is not cool, somebody needs to be able to step up and say, hey, and sometimes lawyers don't do that. Lawyers could give a damn. Lawyers want to get paid. You know, it's like you got to go get you a damn good lawyer. That's, that you're paying a whole lot of money for just to get you some regular justice. And that's ridiculous. That is so ridiculous. Women, let the men be fathers. Quit trying to control. If he got another woman, that is not your business. It's not your business. It ain't got nothing to do with you. You and him need to sit down and have a logical, in-depth conversation about your children where other people are concerned. Girlfriends, boyfriends, new wife, new husband. All that needs to be discussed because those children don't need to watch you act fool behind somebody that the other parent is with just because you jealous and pissy 
and whatever else that it is that you got going on with you, that's something that needs to be handled at the beginning. Hash it out. You can't control what nobody does. And when you're no longer a couple, you can't control how that person is going to be with someone else or not. Or whether or not those children are going to be around that person. You know, if the spouse is interested enough to get married, I mean, the ex-spouse is in, or ex-boyfriend or whatever, is interested enough in this other person to marry them, then that is going to become part of your children's world. You have got to learn to deal with that. Your jealousies have got to be put to the side. I don't want nobody touching my baby. I don't want this. Well, that's something that needs to be discussed between you and that man before any, or you and that woman, before any other person comes into play. Before anything else, you need to discuss that. And if you, if somebody has come into the play before, y'all actually part of company, and that person's going to be around, you and he, or you and her, you just sit down and have that conversation because you need to know where you stand and you need to know how they're going to deal with their children and this other person. It's about keeping everything above board and keeping things positive. Deep down, I believe our men are great men. They're great fathers. They're great husbands. I believe that. I believe that they, they are just as good as any other people. Any other men. White men, Asian men, Hispanic men, whatever kind of men you want to put out there. African men. I think they're all just as good a man as any other rest of them who don't have the statistics that we have. Down deep, I believe our women are great women, great mothers, great wives, just like any other people. You know, every other people didn't go through what we went through and they're not suffering from the PTSD. I don't know if I'm saying it right that we are suffering from. There's even some that says it has now been, it's like stamped on our DNA because we suffered it so much and now it's passed down. So despite what society says about us, let us really step up and love each other we could do it. So whatever came first, whether it was the, the, the leaving man or the, the pushy woman, our healing must begin. The softening of our hearts for one another. You are my brother, my sister, and I love you. Okay, guys, this has been a very long recording. 
from Wisdom Petals this episode. I was I thought about this this morning and I just like, okay, let me write down some notes because it's very sad, you know, what we see and how society, you know, has broke down the black family. And, you know, people say, well, you know, you guys made a lot of bad decisions. Well, you know, you make bad decisions when you have bad thinking and you have bad thinking when you have been set up to fail. You know, yes, we individually, you know, we have our decisions to make. And I think with more education and more understanding of who we are as people, we can make better decisions. We can. We have to help each other. And we have to be open to be helped. Be open. You know. Too many of us women are lonely and don't know how to change it. And too many men are afraid of responsibility and don't want it. So until we can get this right, I don't know. Okay, guys, thank you for listening in to Wisdom Petals, tripping down Leslie Street. You guys have a great one. Shalom, darling.